hallelujah. I say all the blessings and love I they see just they make me they shout hallelujah. They hold me for ransom because I'm young and I'm rich and I'm handsome. They won't hold me for ransom because I'm young and I'm rich and I'm handsome. Oh yeah, shake body.
once again, it's a weekend wave. It's your boy Blocker Bang. We in here. Bless you, bless you, bless you. Shout out Kali. Taz in the building. What's good? What's good? I hear you. I hear you. Snits in the building. Weekend wave. Let's get live. What's your headset? It's right there. No, it's not. How you been? How you been, Wax family? It's been so long, so long. Your boy wasn't in here last weekend, man. Been a lot of running around. Oh, sorry. I know we love we've we've all been going through a lot. Yes, no. Okay, I can hear myself now. What it do? What it do? Family, it's Big Dick Energy Friday. How you doing? What did you say? Run that back. Big Dick Energy Friday. Yo, chill out. Okay, well, that's what we're on. So that's what we're on. I can do what I want because I am independent. What are you talking about? That has that has nothing to do with anything. You're the one that's putting bringing him up. Um, let's not. You don't hear me bring up your girlfriend. So because I don't need to be like this wet pussy Wednesday. Um, you can if you want to. Big dick energy is actually a thing. So yes. How about what? Big Dick Energy is like supreme confidence. Uh, Do you not keep up with Twitter? Do you not keep up with social media? I don't have Twitter. Okay, well, it's on. I mean, I do, but I don't use it. Yes, Big Dick Energy is a thing. It's for niggas that have money, niggas that have it together, niggas that, yeah, niggas that have it together. That means Big Dick Energy. Oh, really? You don't have to have a big dick to have Big Dick Energy as well. Oh, really? Just like in the female community or it's like across the board? Yeah. Everybody knows this. Snitz, have you heard of big dick energy when you have money, nah. when you have confidence? Mm, I don't yeah. think. I, I mean, then Maybe keep in up the with Jamaican the times. Community, no, you just got to keep up with the times, that's all. <laughs> no. Frank, okay. what? I guess I, I don't know how I feel. I want to say I'll start saying it, but it just doesn't sound like coming I mean, from men me. don't say it. It's probably oh, like a woman's thing. That's the thing. I was trying to figure out. Is it me or? Oh, men probably don't say because maybe you guys are like homophobic, but like you can say <laughs> big dick energy. I'm not homophobic. It's okay if you are. It's fine. I'm not, though. Okay, it's completely fine. Okay, okay. Hi, how are hey, you? How you doing? How you doing? Well, yeah, Damn, okay. This mic is so loud. That's word. I guess it's a thing, then, for the Twitter community. Um, oh, so just social media zone. heads. Confidence yeah. is equivalent to big, big energy. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's new? How you doing? Bless up, brother. How are Bless you? Up. Bless up. We about to set you up right quick. Do I have the wrong headphones? Hi. But so yeah, hi. a lot has been going on this um past week. I know everybody has been following up with the GOAT. Who? The GOAT. Which one? Kanye. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, That's a lot to get into. <laughs> it's not a GOAT? I, uh, I mean, now, a lot to happening. Let me get your stance, though. Huh? How do you feel about what he's been doing? I don't, no, I don't have a stance. To be I can't have a stance because I don't keep up with what he says. So I don't think it would be fair for me to... To say something, can you hear me? You don't have a stance. No, Why don't like you keep I know what he says. He's not like you don't care, or like what he's saying is not really. You know when you don't care about something and you don't you don't want to you know fit into it, or when you're just like you're just mad at something. You just don't want to have yeah, anything. To I do just with. don't have the. Um, I don't know. That's just not something that I keep up with. And for Politics example, or? that and I didn't see the interview like. On social media, they give you, like, the tidbits of what happens. Mm -hmm. So I didn't watch the full interview. So I feel like if I was to give my opinion, it's not legit because I didn't watch it. You know what I mean? And I feel like people do that all the time. They run with the headline. Um, Okay. Uh, That's one of the most mature things I've heard you say. Sorry. (laughs) Just to let you know right now, that's really mature. That's that's one of the most mature things I've ever heard heard you say. I say mature shit to you all the time, but, you know, 
Fuck niggas gonna be fuck niggas. Don't insult me. You already told me I don't have a big dick. Now you're about to no, tell I me. No, did, I didn't. No, I didn't. I did not. I don't know what your penis looks like. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah. So while we doing do all this shit. What do you feel about it then? If that's about Kanye? Mm-hmm. I just feel like Kanye is a goat. He's a spearheader. He's a go-getter. And he might be doing a lot of things the wrong way, but the end justifies the means. Do you feel like he has a mental illness? I feel like he's he he has he has mental problems. He says it all the time, right? (laughs) 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 I do feel like Kanye has mental illness. That's why he just fucking tweets sometimes. He just goes left. Would y'all say Donald Trump has mental? Okay. Huh? Hmm. You feel like Donald Trump as well has a mental illness? No, he's just he's just he's just. His mental illness comes from how he was raised by his white supremacist parents. Okay. So it's not really mental illness, but it has affected his brain. True. Just, his, just, just his culture. <laughs> right. The racist. Right. Okay. right. But Kanye, I guess, Kanye has real mental illness, and um, he's trying to, like, balance it with his journey, you know? So, actually, I guess for today, just walked in. What I'm going to do for you guys, okay? Just to preserve the energy. Mm-hmm. We're going to go. Hey, Kali, should we go on a break before we introduce our guest? Or we should introduce our guest or go on a break? Let's go on a break, right? Because the presence, the presence just in the room is powerful. Our man out here looking like the last goddamn Han Solo goddamn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going we gonna to introduce our guest to you once we go on a little break, infomercial break. You feel me? So we're going to be right back at you. It's Nigerian Wax. If you're not certified, you cannot ride. Peace.
Who to the right to? Me and my guys feeling good. Oh. All my girls looking nice. Equipe Estromba Incomparável. Aí, aquela bota o bumbum a lançar. Baby, cool it temper. Baby, no debate. 
Lock a bang. Your boy's back. Nigerian wax. So, um, I guess just walked in the room. The main man himself, all that energy, all that positive vibes, the healer. He goes by many, many names and many crafts, but um, the one we're going to put in front right now is the healer. He wants to heal. He wants to inspire. So, mama, I'm going to let him introduce himself to you and give you a list of the accolades, my boy, <laughs> Yara. Did I say it right? Yara. Sarah. 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 Wow. Okay. <laughs> son of the sun. You can't say Sarah, just say son of the sun. Yes, yeah, son of the sun. So... Just to let you guys know, before the show started, I said the name wrong. Now the show started, I said the name wrong. Well, yeah. So, say say on me, Yara. So, you're thinking about my Instagram handle, which is Yasara. But um, you could just say Sarah. Because Yasara is, is, is like a... I put my, my second name before the first name for Instagram purpose. But, um, and, and do the whole breakdown of your name again for Okay, people. okay. So my, um, my, my, my title is Sarah. Sarah means son of the sun. It's a title that was given to pharaohs. So um, the pharaohs, um, upon introduction, they'll be called Sarah. And then it'll be their poet, like whatever else they have attached to their name. Mm-hmm. So Sarah is the son of the sun. That means that there's, there's, without the sun, this, this planet is Some dead. Life. Yeah. Right? right? So it don't matter what God you believe in, without the sun, this planet is dead. Right. So... Um, I'm I'm a I'm a sun I'm a fire sign. I was born in the hottest time of the year, so it's it's in my DNA to be the sun to shine like one. When uh, were you born? August thirteenth. You're Leo. Uh, well, for layman's term. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> can you can you come close to the mic, please? Yeah. You should know better. Nigga, shut up. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep breaking um, it down for me. Bro. No problem. And uh, Yawada means born on a Thursday, which is inspired by you know um in Guyana. That's where I'm originally from. We have this um we have this strong connection to West Africa and Ghana. So, Ghana does that too. They yeah. name you by the day you were born. I was gonna say that, but correct. Mm-hmm. So, like yeah. my mother, like her name is Abena Najuma, which means um born on a Tuesday. Um Najuma is Swahili, which means bound in joy, abound in joy. So it was just like the names, you know, like my father name is Bobo and you know, my uncle name is Kofi and so on and so forth. So Kofi's um, a original. Yeah, Kofi just means born on a Friday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's all incorporated. So son of the sun born on a Thursday. In Akan tradition, um, the universe, the day the universe began is on Thursday, right? So um, whether you believe in that or not, I feel it has great significance. Um, Payday's on Thursday, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, and uh, um, Odiefo, which is um, my rites of passage as a healer. So um, Odu means medicine, Yefo means maker. And, you know, that's what we do. We make. We make everything we do. We create our reality. So when we say medicine, a lot of people think, because, you know, you know, what kind of herbs are you using? And we use herbs because, you know, as I'm from the medicine cabinet of the world, which is Guyana. We connected to the Amazon rainforest, which only 25% of our country has been tapped into. 75% is not. It's untapped. So we have all the herbs to heal the world. Like all the medicines that we use, that they use in pharmaceutical, they come to the Amazon rainforest and they, they get the herbs and then they take it and they do whatever they want to do. So uh, when it comes to herbs, like I know that very well, but um, there's a lot of people that is not familiar with herbs and they find other alternatives to heal heal themselves through sound, vision, um, you know, the arts, the creatives, with feel, touch, um, the senses. So um, I didn't just want to limit uh, my purpose and my rite of passage to just saying, you know, I'm going to get herbs and spread herbs all over the world. But I let the herbs be, the, you know, the goal that I'm dropping, you know, as far as like, the inspiration, live positive and um, let that positivity shine and let people use um, the different walks of life that I'm into. Let them use that as their inspiration, whatever they're interested in. Even if they're not interested in, say, I want to be that, but they could actually use that and say, 
you know, that actually helped me. It um, helped me heal through whatever moment, whatever process. Uh, it gave me an aha moment. And I could take that and, you know, be the inspiration for somebody else. So each one, teach one, and reach one. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's a, I, I had a question about the names, though. Yeah. You said in, um, in Ghana, they name you by the day? Correct. And um, purposes and things like that. Oh, okay. So, like, do a lot of people have, like, similar names? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's lit. Yeah, you, you, you could come across, like, five Kofis and, you know. But then oh, there's right. always that in a conjunction. So, you know, born on a Friday or born on a Thursday and there's something else, like, you know. Wow. So, if it's like, for example, if you're, um, there's a name for if you're, if the mother was pregnant and the child, and uh, with the child and the father left, there's a name for that. Mm-hmm. There's, so, there's a name for wow. every occurrence, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Like, um. My, my cousin name is Kijani. Kijani means born to rule. So whenever he, he's not acting right, his, um, my aunt would say, remember your name. <laughs> and it snaps. It's like, that's his, that's his kryptonite right there. Like, mm-hmm. You know, he gets right into, into focus. So mm-hmm. wow. I think the names have power. And then, Word. you know, I, I, w- I would always suggest to people like, because um, people always come up to me. It's like, man, um, I want to change my name. Like, how do I go about this and so on and so forth? And we see as African people all across the world, like we've been given names that don't even mean nothing. Um, we've been given names that have meanings, but it's connected to somewhere or something that's not pure. And so, you know, like we, we see how important that is because, you know, vibration, everything is sound, right? So in the beginning was the word and the word was, you know, uh, so, right? So that's the word is vibration. Right. And it's a lead there. So, once, once you once you utilize that as the vibe, once you put that into perspective, you know that if somebody's calling you Sarah, you know, they always saying son of the sun, right? They're invoking. If they matter, if they're happy, they always invoking. That's power, <laughs> right? But if, but if now your name is not saying something wrong with John's son or Jack's son, right? And you don't, you don't have a John or a Jack in your family, then who are you the son of? Jack or John? And who's that? And when you trace that, you see... But well, am I really the son of that person, mm-hmm. right? Because we know there's, there's baggage and there's history attached to that. So I don't think you could put roses on dog shit and call it party. <laughs> I don't think you could, call it, you could call it, you know, flowers, mm-hmm. right? And I know I like the idea like a rose grew from the concrete. I like that idea, but uh, we need to start. In order for us to manifest and for half people, like people are not going to know how to treat you unless you show them how to treat you. Right. You don't really need a slave name. Correct, correct. <laughs> you, you definitely don't. That's deep. Especially when, you, especially when you know you just got the identity to prove that I don't need that. So, have you always, um, I know, did you grow up here or you grew up in Guyana? Um, I came to America in 2001. Okay, so, so ha- I've, I've been back and forth since 2001. I took like a seven year break and then I returned. And when I returned, I just was like, nah, I'm never leaving again. Mm-hmm. And then when I returned, I did a fashion, did like one fashion show in 2015, like a fashion walk um, over a floating bridge for like 25 minutes. And um, the agency- Over a floating what? A floating bridge. Like the, the bridge is made out of all steel. It's like, it's like a vintage, like it's ancient, man. They got to open it. But <laughs> I like it because I, I like the walk. I like the travels. But um, the locals there, they're like, man, I ain't walking over no bridge, you know. <laughs> but um, I did that. And the agency that um, put on there, they, they gave me a lot of spotlight. And then I just was like, man, home is it. Word. Yeah. And, and so have you always had this? I feel like your um, confidence and your wisdom comes from knowing a lot about your people and your culture and even the history of where your people come from, you know, your people's yeah. history is history. You feel me? Yeah. So 
have you you as a person individually have you always known about this or you just grew into this person and you learned um well when i was younger my auntie always called me she also told, always told me i'm a prince you know we she always told me that there's something about my aura that said that i'm from royal lineage mm-hmm. so and she always called me prince and tell me i'm royal so when i always see her she always um indulged in african traditions and she would dress and um she would speak in tongues and so on and so forth. So I was always fascinated. So as time progressed and I see um, different ma- family members have these these connections. Like I got Rasta in my family, Hebrew Israelites. I got, you know, African tradition practices, uh, Yoruba tradition. Um, then we have Christians and we have, um, you know, very, very well aspects. But then I always make the, the correlation. Like everybody's climbing a mountain from different perspectives. <laughs> So as as me, um, you know, as the son of the son, I just looked at it and it's like, well, I'm going to be the person to observe. I'm not picking those sides. I'm just going to observe. And so I took the best out of all of that and, comp- you know, make one compilation and say, you know, I'm going to run this journey like this. And um, I remember the turning point for me was um, I got I got casted to be a part of a fashion show. Like it was an urban fashion week in 2011. And within like two weeks, I got my biggest gig, which is a magazine. I had a manager at the time. He called me. And he's like, man, I got design in Paris. He wants you to model, blah, blah. So I did the shoot. Um, took the first issue of Ambiance magazine in 2012. Here I am in a magazine. And I'm like, you know, a tailored suit, fresh haircut, you know, clean shaved face, makeup. I'm pampered, man. I look like a dolly, as we say, right? Like a, like a Ken bar. And I was like, man, this look nice, but that doesn't look like me. Like, how much of my family members going to see that at me, like? feel the connection like you know where i'm coming from this don't this don't relate this don't relate you know it ain't you know where i'm from is just like um you know i was raised on the other side of the tracks and what they mean is like you know like we didn't experience certain things but um even though we didn't experience certain things i still want to be relatable so i was like nah I, i can't i don't look like i'm from where i'm from if i look like that and so i have family members i was like you know, they, they had the perception, like, I got rich and switch. You know, that's what we say at home. You got, you got rich and switch. And I was like, man, you know, they see the magazines, they see the, the media, they see all these things popping off, and they're like, man, you just got, you just switched up. And I was like, nah, man, it's not like that. And then they start thinking, like, in order for them to be successful in life, that they have to leave um, Guyana, and they got to come to America, and they got to conform, and they got to wear the, with the makeup, with the straight hair, they got to they gotta do the whole shebang. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with that, but... If you never, if that was never your key card, right? Like, why incorporate that? But the reason why they incorporate it is because they listen to this kind of music, they follow this kind of imagery, so they feel like this is working. So this got to be my line of actions for this to work for me. So what I did is I, I posited, I, I re, it's like reverse osmosis. Like I reversed the whole process on them. I was like, you know, I could be jiggy. I got on Margiela and Alexander Wang, but I got my crown on. The first thing you see when you look at me, you see my crown. Right, and so you're gonna work your way, however you want to work your way. But the uh, the Margellas and the Alexander Wang doesn't outshine my crown because I'm showing you how to finesse it. Word. So as I finesse, as I show people how to finesse that, um, it just became more so like, <coughs> this is just me. This is my identity, and people started taking it for that. They didn't take it for nothing more than just you know me just having that expression as this is who I am. So um, there's a lot of trends, a lot of fads that came along the way, and I just never, I just never. Um, conform I never sell out like people ask me to do things opportunities came which you know it may seem like opportunities but it's really like you know one sided like oh we want you to 
Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week, but you got to take your turban off. I was like, yeah, why? Because my skin is this color? And, and that gave me more fuel. Like, nah, I got to go deeper. I got to go deeper. I got to go deeper. So when you hear people like, um, like Jay say, King Hope, Mansa, Musa, uh, it's like, oh, they like that line. So it's like, okay. So it just, it just made individuals like myself that's always been for the culture um, and live by it. It just made it much more of a gateway. So all the stuff that, you know, they see Beyonce wearing a head wrap and they see all these Tiana Taylor and all these people doing these things that we've been doing from the roots. So now what people start to do is they start to turn the chain around. It's like, okay, they got to be getting it from somewhere. Who they getting it from? And they start tapping into the people that's right next to them. So, you know, I just so happen to, you know, be living in my truth. So I didn't have to get on the, it. Like the trend caught up to me. I was already ahead of the trend. So it just like, just my way of life. And I'm not conforming to changing that for nobody. Well, uh, shit. <laughs> my next question. But you already answered but, it, but I was going to ask you how does all this stuff tie into your art? But yeah, you, you pretty much just, you know, gave us that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, there's, there's multiple facets of, of artistry that I, I like to get into. Um, when I was younger, in high school, um, my high school um, had a, had a um, recording studio. So I started to do music. I started to experiment, hip-hop, rapping. And, you know, everything at that time was like, it was, it was that, that hip-hop, you know, that, that, um, that dip-set kind of hip-hop. You know, it's, it's, it's jiggy. You know, I like it. Um, and so, you know, I got some opportunities, got offered a record deal and things like that. And it didn't, it didn't quite work out um, because the grasping of the business wasn't there. So there was no signing of anything. It was just like, nah, this opportunity ain't, ain't, it's ain't jiggy. So um, at that point in time, it's like, you got to learn this thing, got to learn it, make sure that, you know, it makes sense, it's feasible. It took some years and then um, I could draw, I could sketch, I could make all these things, make clothing. I just didn't know how to channel it. So instead of like trying to create like some kind of, um, you know, European construct, which is, you know, you got to create a business, this structure, blah, blah. I'm like, man, I'm jiggy. I'm a fashion show by myself. You know, I'm an entrepreneur by myself. I'm all these things by myself. But I, I got to make sure that my, my, my level of expression is coming out. So what I started to do is just making sure that I can, I can partner or, you know, collaborate with other individuals that has that same vision. And so what it did, it made, it made it easier for me to make certain transitions and be in certain um, realms where my artistry cannot flow easy. And it doesn't have to seem like, like, how do I fit this in? Because sometimes trying to figure out the next move becomes so, it becomes such an intricate process that the move doesn't happen. So to be going through this transition and to see like, okay, I'm transitioning, the, my way of expression is transitioning. There has to be some kind of avenue that I could actually get this transition out and it actually be well received instead of me trying to um, like not saying brainstorming is bad, but instead of, instead of me trying to um, bring the sand, the gravel and the stones and everything, I'm like, mm. you know what? This house is almost built. Like in the process of brainstorming, you can lose your inspiration. Not, not necessarily brainstorming like, how am I going to do this? this? Yeah. How is this going to happen? And before you know it, you know, you didn't just make the move at all. Correct. You know, that's what we all going through as artists right now, like trying to break out, you feel me? So I, yeah. I definitely understand what you're saying. So yeah, I feel like Taz was going to ask a no, question before I Because you, you seem so well balanced, like yeah, in all aspects of your life. Um, yeah, I guess what hardships do you, I know like obviously we all go through like our shit that we deal with, but like you literally seem like you have a great like control over your emotions, over like, things um for like when things happen you just seem so 
I don't know. I don't know if calm is the word. Um, you just, yeah, like you have a hold of yourself. So like whatever happens, it's like you're ready for that to happen. Like it's like well thought out kind of like, yeah. I don't know, like what struggles would you or do you think do you face currently if you even face any? Well, that's very interesting. I appreciate that you asked. Um, this current moment in my life, like today, mm-hmm. one of my biggest challenges is um, unconditional love. Damn. Uh, and I say that because it's actually a real thing. And I've recently gotten over like the the fear of, um, you know, the fear of not feeling, um, yeah, like you know, not feeling adequate enough or not feeling like, um, well, I love this person so much, but I, I should be able to love this person without ex- without um, strings attached or you know things that, like expectations. Mm-hmm. And so like I have a partner, and you know we have this amazing union where um, I realize that. Um, we both had to release each other, right? And so everyone sees us on you know, Instagram. We have businesses together and all these things. And everyone is like, man, y'all are so beautiful. Y'all are so amazing. Like, you know, y'all give me life, all these things. Then I, then I started to realize that um, the love and the appreciation that I have for her um, is, is profound, right? Um, but it's to now say I have these feelings, Right? I have these feelings that could actually turn into logics and it not actually be conflicting because I may see another man want to have an interaction with her and I'm like, the fuck is going on? Like, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that was a moment that was a moment for me where I just had to like because on the flip side of that, um, she doesn't she can see me interact with another she's like, You're you're amazing. You you like you're a great individual. I think more women should get a taste of how great you are. Right. Mm-hmm. But me being in, a, in my position, she's like, she, uh, I'm like, you know, yeah, I'm the emperor. You know, this feels good. But then um, she's my reflection and vice versa. So if we're reflecting, right, her mindset is going to be the same. Right. And her greatness is going to be the same. Mm-hmm. But then when I see other people start to like um, other men start to applaud her. I mean, women, too, they start to applaud her glory. And then you start to see like, yo, they're really, really, really. They really trying to move their shit in. So I'm like, oh no, you're trying to move your shit in. But then I start looking at it like, you know what? That's not nothing personal. It's not personal. Like, if she connects with another man or another woman and vice versa, that's not a personal attack. Right? Because as humans, we are see, we are meant to connect. Right? So the constructs of monogamous, polygamy, polyandry, and all those different names just says that this is what you can do and this is what you can't do. Right? But how do we learn that? We learn that based on the downloads that our parents give us. Mm-hmm. So our parents, based on what they know, they teach you. So when you grow up and you try to, you see that, oh, this could actually work in another perspective, another way. Um, it's like society starts to shun you. Like, I mean, for my family, like, yeah, crazy, like, young people shit, man. <laughs> you know, you're here with five women and she want to talk to five guys. I don't know what y'all doing. But it's really not like that. Because they're only thinking about the sex. Like, they think right. they're having wild orgies. Like, nah. Right. Practice celibacy and all that, you know? It's, so it's just to make sure, like, the energy is, is balanced and it's not um, contaminated. And people know, like, they can't come around with no fool for you. So as I started to process that, I'm like, man, um, there's nothing in the world that would make me say, like, I'm going to depart from this individual. Because the core of this individual is beautiful. So how can I now make the fact that she's talking to another man Say all bets are off. So what about all the things that's beautiful about this person? Mm-hmm. Am I the only person that's supposed to have access to this person? Why? I'm not her mother. I'm not her father. 
and her mother and her father don't even have exclusive access to her. Mm-hmm. And and that that's like that was that was my biggest challenge. Um, it's only of like yesterday, you know, I just had like a yeah. really really good moment where like my my all my chakras just started going through the, the fear moment, and then I just released it. I feel it go out my toes. I'm like, oh man, this shit is good. So <laughs> I don't have that because I had this feeling in my in my stomach, which is the sacral chakra, and that part of the stomach, um, it just has to do with all like the fear and the um. So if you have a do a cleanse, they always say cleanse from the stomach first because the intestines stores. And it's similar to women. Women have a womb, so the womb, you know, carries a lot of energy. So men is the same thing. Um, it's a universal thing. So once I realized that um, my biggest fear has already came to pass, then there's no longer there's no longer the fear of feeling like okay, I can't um, express unconditional love because um, you know I have wounds. I have wounds of dealing with family members that um, they just dipped out. You know, and so you know a lot of us can attest to that within our um, with our culture. Like we have parents um other relatives that just dipped out and so we never realize how that affects us until we meet somebody that's that gives us all that love that we feel like we never had and then they want to express love to somebody else and you're like wait that means i'm gonna be missing out you know we go back to that wound that we never patched up so it's just living past those like childhood um mishaps and looking at it from a different perspective and you know allowing it to take its course living my truth balance and becoming who i you know I can be to clarify so you are into polygamy correct correct so how many people do like one date at like five two that's that's super mixy three um (laughs) I mean for me uh courting so you know we court um we'd court one so it'd be my partner myself would court one woman Mm. and and there's there's um see what the thing is like you know um like this J line up in the cloud, me and my spouse, right? So it's kind of like that, you know. They they'll love the aesthetic, they love the energy, they love everything, and then they they usually can play along with it. But then like in a week or two, they like burnt out, they exhausted. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm I'm a I'm a whole television show plus some extra episodes, <laughs> and my partner is as well. Like you know, so together it's like you watching a whole movie, and they just can't get a, a handle on you know how this life is lived and. You know, we're, we're public figures, so we have radio interviews. We have all these things going on, TV, press. Mm-hmm. We in America, we in Guyana, we're on two different continents. Uh, we're traveling in the Caribbean, so um, they can't keep up. And so this is part like, you know, we are bringing something to the table. Like, my partner and I, we, we didn't bring nothing to the table. We built the table. You know, we built the, the, we got the land. We built the table. We built the whole house. We built everything. So that next person just has to be in that, that space where, you know, you got to be able to pull up and... Don't pull out with just tools. We need an extension. Mm. So how does it work? So do you, like, so you would bring in a woman. You would court mm-hmm. a woman. So does she get to, like, court another man? Well, um, we're currently in the process of, a, of just a, just me being able to allow that pr- process to happen, actually. Oh, okay. So she can be able to be in that space and know how to, um, you know, she know how to finesse it, just like I know how, fin- how to finesse it. Yeah. But there's there's no, um, you know we have this we have this um, we have this synergy that we know like people come into your life for a reason, season, or lifetime. We already know that we're a lifetime, so the reason, the season, those are other people. Those mm-hmm. are, you know you might meet a person today, you might have a connection, and then that's that, or that connection could last for five years, and then that could be that. Um, but as far as me and her connection, I don't think any. But we we know that for a fact. Like there's nobody else that's gonna come and say you know this connection is invalid. Oh. 
I feel like I have somebody like that too, but yeah. just not being able to articulate like you know what this relationship is. Yeah. But like I feel like I've t- I I've told her though, like yeah. for life type shit. Like I'll be like right there. And I feel like it's a life thing too. But I just yeah. don't know like, you know, the reason and the season. Season, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I'm I'm Oh wait, who is I'm it? Because you. like I feel like you tell everybody it's for life. So <laughs> I'm really trying to be serious. I'm being I'm serious with you too. Dropping gems. Like, I'm being very like, serious no, with you no, too. No, you put in a lot of shit in perspective, though. Appreciate I feel it, like man. I've not even heard that type of explanation before, mm-hmm. given so seriously and so intricately. Because most of the time, I'm the one who has to explain why you feel like polygamy is something valid. What? And I just, I just feel like I lose it because everybody just thinks I'm a man whore. Mm-hmm. But, it's, but you just. It's deeper than that. Bro. It is. It is. Um, Obi, but no, in your case, I feel like you would feel some type of way if the woman. Although I feel like it's a man thing. He just thing. said that. He's giving. You, yeah, but. You're you, in that space, right, to allow her to be with another man. And, but you, you won't know, do that, y'all. though. You don't get to. You don't You don't allow yourself to go to that space. Like, yes, it's. Like, all, no, you don't. You, were you not once in this position where you're like, no, no man can ever. You just said. Yeah, that. I, I would. Because the bottom line was when, when we actually came came in our union like you know she was like yo in order for this to work this gotta be polygamous and i was like oh okay yeah i'm with it you know i'm i, I see where the benefit so um you know we got it on a level where the polygamy aspect came in on a more uh family family structure you know um a friend is one is who a friend is one who's willing to invest in you and vice versa so we start off as friends and then we start to work our way through um the different realms of being a friends and uh, being friends and so once we start to realize how that could be financially um beneficial you start realizing that okay, this is something that we can implement, um, and the same thing, right? Um, is my my partner? She's not she's not um, she's not at Sue's rendezvous. Don't stop, pop that pussy. She's not, you know, <laughs> she's not that. So so, um, when she hit me up and she's like, you know, I'm, I'm chilling with X Y Z. It's like, all right, cool, right? Because there's just that level of understanding. Like I know. I know that's I know that's not I know that's not her. I know that's not, you know. Yeah. I I could I could leave her in a in a room full of all men and I know like she's gonna control that whole room. Because most men are like puppies. You know, they just they just want the mother to come around and like you know, shape it up. Asanara gave us that (laughs) she was like, Men are just like we came out of a hole and we spent on our lives trying to go back in that hole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Made men seem so simple. But the fact is, yes, men are like puppies, you feel me? And emotionally, we are we fucking outrageous, bro. You feel yeah. Me? And it takes a lot of maturity to be able to check all that stuff. So right. when, I'm, when I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm polygamous. I want to be this social so women, but the woman is like, no, don't be with any man. Like even, like you said, even talking to her, bro, it's going to mm. raise hairs on my head. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Back <laughs> up, you know, yeah. So I think that's something we need to learn to do. And like you said, it's something y'all working in right now. So yeah. she, she knows how to finesse, you feel me? Yeah. So yeah, I, I feel like I just learned a lot and how to like really word and really put these emotions I have into compartments, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I appreciate so, that. Yeah, man. thank you so much, man. Yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate it. it. Is Let's, she a Virgo, like by the way? She and we be talking for mad long. <laughs> this man has had us in a wormhole just talking. Uh, <laughs> so we gonna take a little break. I know you got more questions because no, like, you like this type no, of I just, shit. No, I, what are you talking about? Girl, anyway. <laughs> no, don't. He's crazy. No. Can you? But is your your partner? Is she a Virgo? Oh no, she's an Aquarius. She's a water bearer. Wow. So Leo and Aquarius, um, they they're balanced. 
You know, she's, she's so an air crazy. sign. I'm a fire sign. So what's your sign again? Don't worry about it. I, I'm a fire sign, right? Yes. Yeah, we just we just got to keep the fire, you know, balanced. We gonna, we're gonna take a little break. We're gonna come back to this juicy and deep conversation with my man, the healer. So, um, Kali, please can you take us out for a little break? If you're not certified, you cannot ride and put it in my mouth. No, bank. Oh, you're right. You're right. That's what I meant to say. You're right. Sorry, Don't sorry. Take us out, Kali. <laughs> That's what I meant. Niggas think we playing chess. So what's next? Jump up out the bed like I'm possessed. I go out on tour and I say I'm drinking less. End up getting loose and getting pictures from my ex. SMS, triple X. That's the only time I ever shoot below the neck. Why you keep on shooting if you know that nigga dead? That's the only kind of shit that gets you some respect. Got a lot of blood and it's cold. They keep trying to get me for my soul. Thankful for the women that I know. Can't go 50-50 with no hope. Every month, she don't even love me. She just putting on a front. She gon' try and set a lot of court and make a run. Then gon' ask me how I'm doing. I'm upset. Hey, you got Hey, you got Why this make you feel like though? Why this make you feel like though? Why this make you feel like though? 
Me want 
no ball. Anyway, Tongue got the rhyme with corner. Will you come with me to my corner? I won't give you hard drive format. May was in a bed five on that. <laughs> nice chick, may a chroma. Maybe do nice flick with my Kodak. Freeze, baby cheese. Oh gosh, she body, maybe boom to kunka. By the way, for simple, Vida. Cause at the Kai say me share a reviver. But now me need more me than I'm team and try that. And eh, say my chill, I will vibe her. Swine, you like a sabbat six hours. Now me real, I'm a crash, I will twin towers. Man, no, you're then change hallmark. I grow. Fashion. See your hands so big when how you function. Hips, your waist is out of proportion. Trip down your backside is like excursion. You can take my money, I don't mind extortion. When your boss in the corner, check out your romance. I feel tensed up whenever you dance. Oh, suck me, calm down, that I should relax. Oh, fuck it, it's a joke, she gonna bounce. Gonna bounce, gonna bounce, gonna bounce. Oh, fuck it, it's a joke, she gonna bounce. Gonna bounce, she gonna bounce. Oh, fuck it, it's a joke, she gonna bounce. Gonna bounce. Gonna bounce over Giddy and Joe, cause we're gonna bounce. Gonna bounce, gonna bounce over Giddy and Joe. Uh. Treat me like an outsider, Jackie. It ain't joke, she a kaida. I forget other girls when I'm beside her. It ain't dog, but for me, how's I man? Those guys beneath you, aim higher. I'm not the one to judge me, she empire. When you walk, it's like the ground is gonna catch fire. I'm a lion, you're my cookie in this empire, oh she. And when you dance, it's like an occasion. Oh, for me, one chance is like a probation. Doing new dance step is an innovation. My journey stand up, you give it ovation. Book by the wall, I almost fell in love. 
You whisper in my ear, it's like I'm a boy. You told me stay in one place, I don't gallivant. Oh, fuck it, the angel, cause you're gonna bounce. Gonna bounce, gonna bounce. Oh, fuck it, the angel, cause you're gonna bounce. Gonna bounce, cause you're gonna bounce. Oh, fuck it, the angel, cause you're gonna bounce. Gonna bounce, gonna bounce. Oh, fuck it, the angel, cause you're gonna bounce. Gonna bounce, gonna bounce.
Soul man, yeah, radio. Yes, sir. we back back at it with my man. Wax, 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 radio. Don't get mad, don't get mad. Oh word, <laughs> word. Do, do you personally feel a? Um, I know you say your people do, but personally, mm. I already know the answer to this. But personally, I just want to hear more reason. Yeah, you feel a connection to West Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah because um, not only that, I, I learned my family, my family history comes from there, but it's just um, I just feel like what's been happening. I mean, I live in a region where we're not even from the Caribbean, but everything we consume is Caribbean-based. And then if it's not Caribbean, it's American-based. And if it's not American-based, it's European-based. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we, we go through all that route, and then we just skip over. Or we don't even make it to Africa, but we just, we just consume so much things from other places. And I'm just like, I mean, we bring foreign exchange students from Nigeria to Ghana. They, you know, study to become a doctor, lawyer, whatever the case may be. But that's where it starts. But and why stops. is it everybody goes to study? Yeah, because that. because that's what they tell them. They, you know, they tell them if you drink this Kool Aid, you're gonna get superpowers, and they drink <laughs> it. And um, I mean, like my partner and I, like she, my partner is a doula, and so What's um, that? a doula is a person that assists the um the mother pre birth and post birth. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so, you know, at home in Guyana, like she, there's only there's one certified person in the whole country. So she's now like the second person. But here's the thing with the whole certification, right? Because in a country where, you know, we have we have all these herbs, we have all these means to be natural and healthy and all these things. People are still trying to conform to things that are not it's not present. There's no certification that you can go and actually become a doula. So you already know that this person had to leave the country, get some kind of certification outside the country, and bring it back in the country, and now say I'm certified. So 
how how is that working? How do you get certified in something from a totally different land, bring it to somewhere else, and it's valid? And this is a, this is supposed to be a sovereign nation, right? So every country is a sovereign nation. So how can you take documentation from another country, bring it to another country, and say it's valid? That you out of your jurisdiction. And then in in our country, there's no there's no construct. Like tomorrow, you can say I'm a I'm a you know I want to I'm a rocket scientist. There's no qualifications. There's no programs. There's no infrastructure. So who can tell you you can't be? And so you know we exercise that. So you know earlier this in July, um, she delivered her first baby, right? And persons didn't grasp that because they like oh she's not certified. She's not this. She's not that. Da, 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 da. But yeah, you in my house. This this happened in our in our in our healing home. So you know this is a, this is how the process goes. We don't care about what they doing outside here. We own this land. We own we own this house. You know it's gonna happen the way we said said it's supposed to happen. So, um, I say that to say all of this. Like, there's so many things that um, can happen, and what happens when the um, when predominantly like Nigerians come to Ghana and they come to study um, law, they doctor, so on and so forth. They don't leave. They stay because they realize that Ghana is like the land opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like today, you can just say, you know what, like I want to. I want to be a bungee jumper and they don't know what a bungee jump is. They can Google it, but they never seen it. So now you have a profession and now you just got to groom yourself so you can keep the money flowing, keep the people happy, practice safety, blah, blah. So as you go, you learn how Europeans has created a, a, a bliss, a world for themselves. Whereas like, you know, people that come to Guyana, they realize, you know what? I might be from somewhere else, but I'm going to just look at this as an extension to home because I can create the reality I desire or the air force. Was 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 Guyana ever colonized? Of no? course, North America a capture land, the whole of Jamaica a capture land. So y'all were colonized by yeah, yeah, yeah. the British too. The yeah, British we, yeah, we. So Guyana was was colonized by the Dutch, then it became oh, the Brits, then um, it just became the ABC, America, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Brits, the Canadians. Yeah, everybody got a hand in Guyana. They because you know they found record amount of oil. They say they never found so much oil. They found more oil in Nigeria, more oil in Venezuela and Guyana. Word. Yeah, they found this, and they find this since the 60s, right? But then the deal that they was trying to propose to the, to the government that back then, he was so, he was pro, he was unapologetically African. He was like, nah, we ain't with it, right? Then he died. And then we had like, we had this one government in place for 23 years. And you already know, they took that deal. But they took a, they take the deal, right? For the oil to Exxon Mobil to come and get this oil, so Exxon Mobil is getting ninety eight percent, and Guyana is getting two percent. That's like me coming to your house and was like, you know what, dog, I'm hungry. You got something to cook, and you like, yeah, man, everything's in the fridge, and you finish cooking, and you be like, bro, I'm gonna left. I leave you a bowl, but I'm taking the whole pot. That's what that deal sound like. But it's the previous government that made that deal, and you know it's an it's opposing <coughs> because. Uh, um, you know, it's a lot of things I wasn't privy to. And then as I got older, I started to realize like it's a real thing. Like, for example, like there's a classism kind of thing, right? Where we have Indians that think there is some different race than actually be connected to Africans, right? And so you have Indian people that may be just like a shade or two, you know, the hair texture might be different or, you know, it might be um, a little more straighter. But all in all, like if you see, if you see us, if you see the majority of the people in Guyana, it's pretty much same you of individuals right but then they start to think based on the gandhi perspective that you know um the the white race is superior and they're second to the white race so they aspire to be like the white race and so 
they in a pot in a position of power they use that to suppress the country so much where there was so much things that was supposed to be happening for um for progressive reasons but because they felt like people of Af- people that are like dominantly african they wanted to suppress them for 23 years and what did you mean by the gandhi mentality well gandhi is and gandhi gandhi was a racist and so um well he 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 sided with the Brit, the British, because when he went to South Africa, um, he wrote a piece. Um, uh, I believe the word that they called the South African was um, kafirs, K A F I R S, kafirs. I believe that's the correct spelling. But they was pretty much calling him a nigger, um, and he was he was just talking about how like unruly the um, the black people in South Africa are, and that they are the um, inferior race and. The white race is by far the most dominant race. But they're and oppressed by apartheid and all these things. Yeah, but but these are, this is what this is what Gandhi he came into that and he realized like I got a pocket because India was also colonized, but India just realized that you know what um, they just they realized something very very pivotal. They realized that if they become more um, leaning towards the Europeans then things would be more favorable for them. But there's actually doctrines that, that showed, like, once the um, once the Brits showed up in India and they saw how these people were connected to their culture and they they, they, well, they had such a great spirit, they was like, in order for us to conquer them, we have to break their spirit. So they conquered them on every level to the point where they don't even know what's theirs and what's not. Like, for example, that's the symbol that, that, that said, um, that, that is Namaste, that symbol. That's not, that's not Indian, right? Even the swastika, that's not... That's not um, that's not from what you call it from Germany or you know Indians. They use the same swastika, right? Mm-hmm. But then you, but then my grandmother gave me a a a, um, a, a pamphlet of I don't know what she had. She probably got it from the treasure, but it just have all these ancient African symbols. And she's like, keep it, don't let it leave the family. You know, it's not a secret, right? But she's like, this is something we just gotta know. And you see all these symbols that they didn't told you is 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 Indian symbols, is this symbol. You see, it's all African symbols. So this is what happened to the Indian people. Like, you know, their, their spirit and their, their intellect has been broken so much that they're just like, you know, we're going to side with them. So so that Uncle Tom mentality. Man, tiny. they but, live it. But I'm just saying, though, you can't, you can't, it's not possible for a, a black man to be racist. Well, I mean, it, it, I, I know what you're trying yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So you just hit Gandhi with the, yeah, he's racist. Nah, it's, it's, like, it's, uh, it's, it's like, you know, we have a, we have a, um, we have, I mean, the history of Guyana, it is, it is what it is, but we have a, we have a um, garden called Promenade Garden in Guyana, right? And it's the promenade. When you think about the promenade, you think something beautiful. It's a beautiful garden. But when you walk into this garden, you can clearly tell it's, it's whitewashed. There's a whole lot of statues of Indians worshiping whatever gods they worship, which automatically says to a country of predominantly African people that you're not welcome because we cannot read Hindu. <laughs> right we can't read that and then you see a statue of gandhi and then when you do the history on gandhi you see this man doesn't like he never liked our our kind of people so it's like you know what we what are we doing here right then we even see we see in ghana they try to do the same thing they did a um they did a, a internet poll and you know they got the statue removed from the university of ghana word so just, i didn't notice yeah it's like all all these people that i don't so what what society's starting to say is like um, if you got if you if you gave a speech and the speech was ninety eight percent prejudice but two percent was like you know 
some some profound you know double entendre they like let's go with the double entendre great man he's a philosophy it's you know it's all those things and let's give him a statue let's give him a, a street name let's give him all of that not not looking at the context of what's being said and so you know um i mean i have indians in my family too and you know it's all love but i'm just not going to condone uh, a rhetoric or i'm not going to condone people that says that african people are beneath I'm not running with that. No way, no how. I don't care if you got a million tanks pointed at me. I'm not selling out on that idea. And so this is what so much people is gonna, so much people do. Like they, they tend to say, "Oh, uh, I know this is a, I know this is an issue. I know this is that, but it's not that big of a deal." And this is what they do. They, they, you know, they, they try to bounce it off so many different things. Like, oh, but if you stop doing this, then you have to stop doing that. If you stop doing this, it's like, nah, man. You know, you just gotta wake up today and say, you know. I'm not going to eat milk and cookies today. <laughs> you know, he's got to start one day and then it's a domino effect. So, Hey, well, um, usually, like, you have any game styles you want to throw in there? Mm-mm. No? I like, no, it. I, I like it questioning, you know. It's, it's good. I oh, guess, no, I guess, no. I guess this is the balance, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got, no, oh, I didn't you have any questions. No. Mm-hmm. You're on your, you know, your just like vibe i don't know how to explain it so my questions wouldn't even pertain to you <laughs> so bro so what um what are you working on right now like what projects anything you want to let us in yeah definitely um well i just um well we just um started distributing uh one of our first artists from Ghana, um chris ov and chris ov um his music is um like r&b trap soul with a little afro fusion in there so um his ep we just put it out um earlier this week it's now fully on SoundCloud. Um, and so with that, we're just going to create some more alley-oops and making sure that people in Ghana get a whiff of who he is, but also this part of the world get a whiff of who he is. And um, that's, that's that. That's in the bag. We have a photo film expo that we're working on, which is in Ghana, coming up um, the last three days of the month in November. Um, we got, uh, man, I'm working, on, I'm working on my future collection, um, which is part of my, my brand, clothing brand, Rap Century. And that that's um so Rap Century is um is it's a fashion design brand that just works on um you know we produce Ankara crowns we produce kufis we produce everything culturally Ankara, but that's yeah cool. appreciate Ankara, it yeah. um we just produce everything that's that you know that's for the culture and you know sacred garments like you'll see me wearing certain jewelry certain um pieces anklets and things like that beaded work you know very intricate um so we we we're, we're putting it's like a more culture couture so. We uh, we keep the culture, but we make it very couture. We make it very avant-garde. So um, we're gonna come out with a, um, a men's line for that. It's called Morakush, um, and that's strictly just based on me, um, just my drip. So people could be able to t- um, tune into that. But that's in the bag. You know, we're just working on um, fine-tuning that. And then uh, we have a festival that we um, music art culture fest, which we debuted in August of this year in Guyana. So um, that festival, we like we like the Afropunk of Guyana. So. Um, we're gonna start working on that next month because it's next year August, but it's a lot of work to put on a festival. It's a whole lot of bags, it's a whole lot of energy, um, a whole lot of people that needs to be on board. So we start a year in advance um, to just make sure that's on the right path. And um, yeah, we got a lot of things, man. We're gonna be launching a radio station in Ghana. Um, we're just taking over, man. We're just going to like, go. I like, I yeah. like how you just pretty much with the Afropolitan movement. Yeah, That's man, pretty much it. what it is. Yeah. And um, so when you were here, though, because I know when I when I was in college and I was doing music, I was like, never 
Um, I'm not going back home. I'm about to do here. Mm-hmm. I'm about to pop in. Did you? Yeah. Did, but you, while you were here, did you ever know, like, you know what? I'm going to go back to Guyana. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to, like, build mm-hmm. my foundation there. You feel me? Well, or did you, like, now nah, I'm going to be here, but you just didn't know? Well, when I when I was younger, um, me and my cousin, we used to, um, there was a, there was a house through the street. Like, we live always live in a residential two-story house. So that was our reality, like, our reality was big house, so <laughs> and coming through the alleyway to go to our uh, our street, there's a big house on the corner, big white house, and it has a stage in the inside. So you know, um, we was able to visit the house and spend time as a little child, as children. And um, me and my cousins, we would be like, "Yo, when we when we get money, when we get big, we gonna build these houses and we are gonna have them all lined up." And, and so those are just like just thinking back to those days, you know, as a child, like we always made plans of returning home and just turning up, but after being here and realize like New York, like America, like the bag is sweet, you know, and nobody wants to go back home. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, like I went back home, like in my most, like my peak, you know, um, I thought it was my peak then, but then I returned home now and it's like, yo, I just did Fashion Week Brooklyn last week. I did, you know, uh, before that I did Defejean, um Fashion Week. So it's like so many things happen within that space of time. But within the last year and a half, I thought that I was at my peak because here I am. I'm like rolling out all these businesses. Um, these ideas are coming to fruition, and then I'm I'm living off of my own energy. Like I'm self-employed for the last four years. There's no nine to five on the side, none of that. So I'm figuring out how to make, like, how to be unapologetically African and live off your own bag in America. I figured that out, and so being here and figuring it out within the last four years, and my partner and I, like, we made a deal. Like when we first met, um. She had she had this she had this lovely job and you know accounting and all so on and so forth and she's from Guyana as well so uh, we met at home and then just so happened that we both had an apartment in, in the states so when we returned we linked up and I remember like the first after the first day she I was like y'all gotta go home she's like why you gotta go home I was like I got somewhere I live and she's like like what would you need to stay here. And I was like, well, this is what I need. Like, this is my plans. Like, I don't got no job, so let's not even, let's move that out of the equation, right? <laughs> so don't think of me as like, this is a man that got to get a job. Think of me as something completely different. So I laid her out the plans, and she's like, I could do this. I could, I could fund this operation. And I said, like, you know, within one year, once this has come to fruition, you quit your job, and it happened. Four years in now, and so after us getting to a certain level, we're like, okay, like we got to go back home. So we just went back home for one month and then one month um and our neighborhood is like man it's like the next door neighbor is this person working at the radio station the next one's at the you know so everybody has a connection that you could just pretty much you know alley-oop and make sure that what you're doing is actually being reached out um you know touched by the masses so after one month it was like yeah let's just stay and then um there's a lot of contracts, contracts agreement that I had to just talk to people and like let them know because they know my character. They know I would just want like bounce on them. Let's let them know like you know things is, things are just shifting and I have to be home here to make things work. And so within planting planting that flag in one year, I told myself I wasn't gonna return um, to the states um, unless I have my own land and you know I've been able to do this festival because the festival is residual income and then having your own land that means that you have a legacy to actually start with. So those things came to came to pass, and then um, my mother was just like, "Yo, if you don't if you don't book the ticket, I'm gonna book the ticket." So <laughs> my mother booked the ticket, and I was like, "All right, man, come home." You know? So yeah, I'm here now, and um, I'm like, "It's cold. I gotta go back 
So like so pretty much from your story right now, what mm-hmm. I've from what I've gathered, right? Mm-hmm. You were at the right place at the right time for the most part. Yeah. You feel me? You um you you stayed true to yourself, the opportunities arose and you took advantage. Correct. So for people who 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 are not, you know, who have not even been exposed to these opportunities or mm-hmm. who have not been put in this situation, what would you say to them? What would you say to them? How would you say to really still navigate this Amer- this concrete jungle? Um, well, there's, there's always, there's something I always live by. Um, when the system fails you, you create your own. And I, I was tapped into the system so deep where I was offered a, a job position that was paying me $100,000 a year. And at the time, I was only making $22,000 a year. So that, that seemed like a lot of money. But then it just came in, it just came like I had to choose between going to the Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week or, you know, staying at work. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to work. I'm going to clock in. And I'm going to clock out. You know, they, I'm, on paper, it's going to say I'm there. But physically, I'm not going to be there. But you can't hide when you're on Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week, especially with my, my, my aura. So as soon as I pull up, like cameras start getting me to the point where I went viral. The next day I went to work. They was like, where were you yesterday? Yeah. Now they never, ever asked me that question. Never asked me that question. And when I told, I was like, man, I was here. They just pretty much like, you know, we don't, we don't need your services anymore. And this is like, this is a, a well-paid job contract. This is like, you know, once you tapped in here for 25 years, you're going to get salary the whole nine, 100K a year. And I was like, nah, I can't do this. It was like, yo, you don't want to fight it. You have a union. I was like, nah, you know, I'm just going to take the six months payout. And I banked all their money. And then um, I invested, I had stock, stock, I had shares in the company. And so investing shares in the company, um, when I left, I had a stock portfolio. And then I took that, um, I cashed out that money and put it back into um, an IRA. And with that money, I just pretty much was like, nah, I'm just going to create my own. Like anything that I want, I'm just going to fund it. And that's what it is. Like, I took their money and fund my own operation. So that's what I would advise anybody. Like, the system is failing, so you just got to create your own. So once you have money, I mean, to start an LLC and start these things is very inexpensive. Um, then you just got to learn the loopholes. Like, you could register a business um, for, like, $200. Um, and, there's, you know, the process is simple. Like, you, you, can, you can live, like, for example, a person living in Brooklyn to register a business, it'll come up to, like, 1600 But then when you start doing research, you start getting legal advice, you realize you could do the you outsource the registration of the business and pay $125, and that process is done. And then everything from that, you can just, like, learn, go online. You have a question, just Google it, man. Don't even try to ask no friends. Most friends, they, they working at, <laughs> they head is in the mud already. Don't ask no friends. There's some friends that you're going to have that's going to give you that, that advice. But um, for the most part, what I learned is, like, everyone looked at me like I had six heads. Everyone looked at me like I had six heads, like, oh, you know, I was told, like, oh, you're trying to make rules up. That's, like, you're trying to do your own thing. How are you going to do your own thing? You just start modeling. This is not going to work. You want to wear turbans. They don't, this don't happen. People told me all types of things. I'm waiting on the big ship. I think I'm all that. You know, people told me all types of things. And I still don't have nothing negative to say about them. Because they, you know, like, it's like that J line. I keep referencing J. Um, my uncle yeah, said I never met. Yeah, because like, he's he's in tune. He's like my uncle said I never sell a million records. Sold a million records like a million times. That's the, time. that's his fear. You know, he can't see for himself, so he's like, nah, I can't see for you. You can't make it happen. And that same thing. Like I had a situation where my uncle told me, like I'm waiting on the big ship. Like I don't know what you're waiting on, but you know that shit that you have in your mind, it ain't gonna happen. 
I went home and I made three million dollars last year. <laughs> so oh, that's that, you know, <laughs> straight up. Oh, and go back to what you said, though. You said you can outsource through a third. You mean through a third party, like get your business registered? Yeah, yeah. third party. Yeah, you can get a, um, you can get a register. Yeah, you can get a registered agent, and then um, the registered agent would actually do all the like the paperwork, and then they'll just um, send you back the confirmations through your mailbox and so on and so forth. And then you know, I also I recommend that as well um, because I I went through that process, and then you know they can they can't really mess around because you can sue their asses. So um, that that works out and. I think New York is just probably one of the worst states to register a business in. <laughs> I mean, you might as well go to Delaware. It's free. I mean, Rock Nation is registered in Delaware. Just giving y'all some heads up. So they get a, <coughs> a major tax break. Um, and then you could also do Florida. Um, How about North Carolina? Oh, I haven't looked into that. How about Ohio? I mean, yeah, they are like... Five, they have just like five or six states that have no taxes at all. I mean, Vegas is one of them, but it's just paperwork. <laughs> it's just no, it's just getting a registered agent and let them do the work for you. And then, you know, once it look good on paper, like taxes is not a real thing. I just want people to know that. Just you just gotta get your lawyers in place. Like taxes is not a real thing. So how about how about registering your business in, like you come from Guyana, yeah. I come from Nigeria, she comes from like Jamaica and all this. How mm-hmm. about registering it from in your country? Oh yeah, yes. Twenty five dollars. It's like you just go. The the prizes at home. Well, is it still legit though? Yeah, like it's still if legit. You, if you come to America. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like my business is registered in, in Guyana too, and it's registered here. I really don't want what's registered in Guyana to be like reflecting here <laughs> at all, at all. Because nah, they're gonna be asking too much questions. And um, you know, it's man. Look, when the Chinese are here, their name is is um John John Kim. And they business saying like you know soup kitchen, and then when you, you know when they go back to China, it's like something completely different. So <laughs> don't feel no way, man. Don't feel no way. Word, word, word. Oh yeah, man. So um, can you give us where to find you, your handles, and social media? Let yeah. people like definitely, know, definitely get this, get this Joel, get it. Yeah, um, you could everybody could follow me on um on Instagram at Yasara. That's Y A W S A R A. That's Yasara. Y A W S A R A. And once you type that in, you'll find me, Son of the Sun. I'm also on Facebook. Facebook has the same thing. Um, Yasara, Yasara. And you find me on Facebook, Instagram. And that's that's where you get all my updates, like where I'm at, what I'm doing, um, all the sites, all my different business ventures. Yeah, Instagram is like, man, just make 100% profit off of Instagram. People got to start wasting their time on these things. Wow. Buy shares and Facebook, all of that. Yeah. How, though? <laughs> You make it sound so easy. Because <laughs> like, it, it, I've spent, I spent what, eight years just working on it. So it, it sound, seven years working on it sounds easy now. But um, there's, there's an app called Stash App, which allows you yes. to like buy, you know, pieces and apps until you could act, pieces and um, companies until like you invest pieces. Like if you say like Apple is like a hundred and something dollars, but you may not have that money up front. So what you'll do is like, You'll just keep putting five dollar in, five dollar, five dollar, and until you get to that amount, you can get one share. So once you get that share, then you know um, that could actually go towards like some kind of residual. So one share isn't gonna give you a big turnout, but you know if you keep putting your money towards that, like think about how much time you on Facebook. Every time you like a picture, comment, you share, um, you post, they get a they get a check from that, right? So it, it it's like a it's an algorithm. So it's kind of like a monetization, right? 
So monetization works like every 745 um, plays, there's an ad that runs in between that. And when that ad runs, then the, the content that's being played, that artist will get um, some kind of revenue. It's like 10 cents on a dollar, right? And so now this is why instead of getting one person to watch your video 700 and some times, they'll say, I want as much people. So that's how they make money off of monetization. So it's the same process that, that applies to um, social media. Like um, when I put a picture on Instagram, um, it's, it's connected to a product. I'm the product, right? And so they're going to like anything that I'm, that I'm putting out. So now I'm a product with merchandise, right? So I'm a product with service. And those things start to trickle out. So I could put a pitch up and, you know, I could, that would actually reven, um, generate some revenue. Um, whether somebody's purchasing something from my site, um, they want me to do a private um, yoga session, a healing session with them. Or if they want to just, you know, you know, let me turn up their Instagram, you know, I style them or they'll do a photo shoot with me. They want me model, so on and so forth. So it, it, everything equates to money where, you know, I'm just, I'm just not on there to twiddle my thumbs and get more friends. <laughs> Damn. Work, 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 work. Yo, so um, yeah, that was just yeah a lot of information. But yeah, so um, every week on the show though we do this thing where we have like a broken English of the yeah. of the day. Mm-hmm. So we do like um, you say you gotta speak Creole back. Yeah. Then. So us we speak broken English. Yeah. Right? Pigeons. Yeah, pigeon yeah. English pretty much. So we actually right. give um people like uh. You know where to go home for the week. So the broken English of today is Ojuru. 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 Yeah. yeah. Ojuru. Say Ojuru times. Ojuru. Ojuru. <laughs> so Ojuru means like to just cheat the system pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or to just cheat your way out of somewhere and come out on top. So um today me and Callie were in traffic and shit. So he was like, Yeah, just go through that gas station and just bust ah, out So that's how we came out with the word for today. So that was a jury. So we came out there and like finagled it. So the word for today is a jury. Pretty much what you're talking about, finessing the system, knowing yeah. the loopholes and coming out on top. So yeah, Ojuru is the word of the day. And yeah. um we go to restaurants as well, experience African food. Mm-hmm. Um the restaurant I went to was um Green Place. That shit was whack. Because <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, I really got I threw up that night. I threw up like two nights ago. Cause mm-hmm. that's where I went, got some rice and stew and some meat. I don't think they cooked their shit right. I threw up, I was sick. So everybody just yeah, sanctify your food if you ever go in there. But I don't advise it, you feel me? So, um, anything you want to add in? Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything you want to say, sir? Give yeah, us yeah. this. Give us this close. Yeah, so, man. Um, I just, I just, I just want to big up everybody that's you know part of the process. Big up GT, you know the bodies in GT tongue. You don't know. Um, big up <laughs> Niger. Big up Nera. Big up Chris Ovi. Big up the Empress. The Fiat not the first Empress of the Nation of Ra. You know, Word. salute yourself. Bring, and you know, just big up everybody that's been supporting long, long, long time. And it's just just a matter of time, so you know, we shine. So I appreciate it. Big up Brother Kali. Um, this platform is maj- is majestic, man. You know, we gotta keep pushing things like this. So I'm happy to be here. Give shout thanks. out, shout out. Blup, blup, blup. Yeah. Shout out Wax Radio. Enjoy. Enjoy Black and Bang. Times Slits. We see you. We out Nigerian wax. You cannot certify, you cannot rock. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I? Am I? Am I?
On commas like I never finished my sentences. Never bothered about all the hating. I killed a track of fire flu. That's cremation. If Casper's a legend, I guess we related. I passed the baton to myself just like I'm a relating. Motivated because haters, they hate that I made it. They're waiting on me to be faded. Ironic that I am on top of the game and I'm still underrated. I guess when I'm gone, then I'll be celebrated. Like happy belated. Like mama, I made it. Lately, I do this for greatness. See, I do not want it. If I cannot take it with me, I am the realest of my generation. So you cannot fake it. Still, I keep buying the throne. I let you know when it's vacant. Yeah, fresh in the soul of my kicks. I'm supposed to be locked up too. You escape, but I escape. 
getting fucked up too. Ball so hard, let's get faded. Live with for like six days. Gold bottles, soul models, spilling ace on my sick days. Ball so hard, bitch behave. Just might let you meet gay. Shot towns, B rolls, I'm moving the next BK. Ball so hard, motherfuckers wanna find me. That shit crack. That shit crack. That shit crack. Ball so hard, motherfuckers wanna find me. That shit crack. That shit crack. That shit crack. She said, yeah, can we get married at the mall? I said, look, you need to crawl for your bar. Come and meet me in the bathroom style. And show me why you deserve to have it all. Ball so hard. That shit crack. That shit crack. Ain't it, Jay? Ball so hard. What she order? What she order? Fish filet. Ball so hard. Yo, whip so cold. Whip so cold. This whole thing. Ball so hard. Motherfuckers like this again. Bougie girl, grab her hand. Fuck that bitch, she don't wanna dance. She's my friends, but I'm in France. <laughs> I'm just saying, Prince Williams ain't do it right if you ask me. Cause I was him, I would've married Kate and Ashley. Was Gucci my nigga? Was Louis my killer? Was drugs my dealer? What's that jacket, Margiela? Doctors say I'm the illest. Cause I'm suffering from realness. Tap my niggas. What's the levels? When you jam a killer day, what's the levels? What's the four, one, 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 what's the levels? When you baby killer day, what's the levels? What's the four, one, 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 I really feel you do. You can keep it on your low. Don't let anybody know, no, no, don't let anybody know. Baby, I'm feeling you do. You can keep it on your low. Don't let anybody know, no, no, don't let anybody know. What's the levels? Kilo Shalega, what's the levels? When you know they pick my car, what's the levels? All my niggas, they be asking, what's the levels? What's the fuck? Tell me the level, the level. My top bottles are recession. Me and my team have been winning so long that someone should give us a medal. Tell me the level, the level. A shorty who's bad, I got several. They all trying to take me to car. They know I ain't ready to settle. Show me the level, the level. We ballin' 11, 11. Baby girl, you gon' drown in cash. My account is under sea level. You know the level, the level. Money be like, say we embezzle. Out here living like she no Rambo, the other one. The real she no Rambo. Martella Sprite, that's the level. Chicks in the ride, that's the level. Stacks for the night, that's the level. We going out on the level. I'ma go punish the devil. Anybody trying to stop us, block us, cop us, haters trying to burn our cables. Waiters better get the stables now, like they know that level, my nigga. What's the levels? Hey. When you jam a killer day, what's the levels? What's the four, one, 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 what's the levels? When you baby killer day, what's the levels? What's the four, one, 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 I'm really feeling you do. You can keep it on your low. Don't let anybody know, no, no, don't let anybody know. Baby, I'm feeling you do. You can keep it on your low. Don't let anybody know, no, no, don't let anybody know. What's the levels? Hey Jules, where you at, my nigga? Salute. 
girl calling for the level. New girl calling for the level. And I gotta leave at 11. Why the fuck you think I didn't text you? Niggas stay mad, I ain't call back. I'm busy chasing my nigga, fall back. I was in your corner, you ain't do shit. But you was on the blocks doing all that. Radio. Wax 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 Rad